Previously, on Attempted Adventure, you see just a wall of dense red static. Oh, shit. Has the same aura as the feathers. The sand that you have completely contrasts it. Holding the feather, we will be all right when we pass through. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm willing to, like, test that. As Mido reaches his outstretched hand through the wall, he is gone. You know Billy is gearing up to jump through that wall. I look at Marsha and I say, Sometimes uh, going on adventures is about taking uh, risks. Okay, we shall give it a try. I take her hand and I pull out my feather. And I grab her other hand so I'm on like the other side of her. You appear back in present day Conestry and she runs up to you and then hands you her red feather. Eridriel says, My rangers have picked up the trail of your creature. It is leading directly north Yes, alongside the uh, the trail to Golan Sin. adventurer are you ready to give it a try so six feathers a scrap of fabric blue sand and a trail this is coming along this is coming along so um i guess your next move would be to uh go meet garidriel's rangers outside of town and have them show you the way because they are not going to escort you there looking good yeah north we go um, so as you guys exit town, you come upon two rangers standing on the side of the road. And this is like a pretty well-traveled, still dirt path, but, um, it's a main street, like a main road to travel between towns. Um, so there's a lot of like cart tracks and things like that along the way. Um, and you are not the only ones walking the road. Other people are leaving Conestry and coming to Conestry. It's like, you know, it's, it's nighttime. So it's probably not as many as would have happened before. But since you guys have decided to um, take on this trail again at night, you know, it's a little relaxed. And you come upon these two ranger elves and they say, hail and well met. Um, you are the adventurers that Garidriel told us about. Yes, you were searching for uh, the creature that made this trail. You were trying to pick it up again when you entered town. Hmm. I say. Oh, yeah. He hates other wood elves. That's, oh. his, that's his bit. Oh. Don't forget. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I was like, what? <laughs> Just makes a villager noise from Minecraft. What <laughs> okay. the fuck are we traveling with? Yes, that is us. We're ready. Okay. Um, so here is what we found. Here are the defining factors of the track. Why are you making that face at me? That's how I get into character. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought that I was saying something that you didn't like. Okay. No, no, his face is just always sort of like... I get it. 
Wait, were it. you trying to get into character for an audio podcast by making a visual face? With your... Yes. <laughs> okay. Don't judge me. Okay. All There's right. a lot of physicality to my characterizations. It was a good face for those listening. I did. I did enjoy the face. He did seems... look mad. <laughs> he would... It seems only right that you should take a picture of the face and post it when this episode goes up. I don't the... think I'm gonna, because of the uh, the <laughs> printed hedgehog wall behind him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they the elves show you the like defining factors of the trail, um, how they picked it up, and how they recommend you keep an eye on it. So like scuff marks, like very specific scuff marks in the sand that they believe is from whatever the creature's feet are. Um, you do see still every now and then a sprinkle of that like blue sand, um, just like things like that. So they show you the well marked path, um, and they recommend they they say. Um, so we know it's nighttime, but we recommend that you follow this trail quickly because come morning, this trail will be well-traveled and you may have a hard time keeping it safe and followable come morning when more people are traveling between Conestry and Golinson. So um, good luck with all your endeavors. I'm happy we could help and I hope you find this creature for whatever you need it for. Thank you very much, sir. You are welcome. So you travel uh, along this trail, um, and this is like, uh, actually, everybody make an intelligence check. Oh, my boy's stupid as shit. He's not going to know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I got a seven. (laughs) Oh, no. Oof, I got a nine. I also got a seven. Hang on. I have a 16. An eight. Okay. So, um, God damn, he is stupid. <laughs> you've all having like having just existed in this nation of Listethriel. What did you just say the nation was? Listethriel. Thank you. It's on the map. So, all four of you are aware of Golinson City. I actually think that it would be on Isla and Alfie's list, Alfie's bucket list, because there is a very cool architectural feature there, um, which is the monument to Andrea Golinson, which is like a huge deal. Like people travel to it to see it. Um, But Billy, you know that from from Conistry to Golinson, uh, it's like it would be like a day walk or an overnight walk, rather, so you would probably be getting there late morning now, given the time that you're leaving Conistry. Um, So if you want to walk straight through, you did just have a long rest in Conistry. That makes sense. Um, So you just, you know that. Uh, You also have Camille, but it sounds like Camille is not very fast and will not up your speed. No, just a horse. I love Camille. (laughs) I like that narratively. (laughs) good old Camille Uh, so you guys have packed up the cart you're on your way you are following the trail as it is laid out in front of you Um, and as you walk a few hours in you actually come upon another group that is walking with a cart almost a bit of a caravan Um, and this is it seems like a family or something of humans and they're very friendly and as you as you kind of come upon them you're going a little they're going a little bit slower than you so you do catch up to them uh they one of the younger girls says hail and well met you're also on your way to golinson 
Heck yeah, baby. <laughs> Great. I love your attitude about it. <laughs> it's weird how many people just say that to you. We're just walking around and strangers are like, I love your attitude. I love <laughs> She's got a great attitude. My name's Petey. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, Petey. Petey of House Alight. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. I loved that. Uh, yeah, my name's Petey. Me and my family are going up to Golinson to, uh, uh, well, first we want to stop and see the uh, Andrea Golinson mon- Monument, and then we're heading further north to settle unsettled lands. We're, we're travelers, but we're trying to settle. Oh, that's cute. Have you Aww. ever been there before? No, I haven't. My pa was a long time ago, but, uh, you know, when he was a boy. So it's been a while. Have you guys been to Golinson? No. Nope. No, but it's on my Have list we? of all the things I want to do. Oh, Ooh. that's a character choice for you. You've all done some traveling before. So and she said, uh, when you guys all say no, uh, she says, oh, well, you know the story of Andrea Golinson, right? Why it's such a famous city? Is no. she like Susan B. Anthony? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't catch that reference, but <laughs> uh, I can tell you if you'd like. It's a bit of a long tale. Please. No. Oh. Oh. I mean. <laughs> I slapped Never him. mind. <laughs> Do whatever you like. <laughs> uh, she does entertain you with this story. And she's actually kind of a great storyteller. And it takes it takes up a lot of time that would probably just be quiet walking as I'm sure one of you is keeping an eye on the tracks and making sure you're following the right trail. Um, and she tells you the story of Andrea Golinson. Um, there was like centuries ago, a ancient black dragon terrorizing the lands and Andrea Golinson and four other knights from her kingdom uh, followed it out to this big field, this big kind of great plain um, where they finally stood their ground and said, enough is he fucking enough. You've taken so much from our lives. And they did battle with this dragon, just the five of them in this field. And two of the knights died in battle. And uh, as the others were distracting the dragon it said that andrea ran behind it as best she could and ran up the dragon's spine to the top of its head where she plunged her blade into its skull and when she did so she claimed the land in her name that it would be a safe land from magic beasts for all hereforth and that's exactly how it was it became a magic or a, a safe land for all who wanted to settle there um they stripped the dragon of all of its magic parts and sold them off to artificers and potion makers and herbologists all around the county um, to use the money to found the town and build the first home. And one of the first things that was built there was the monument to, um, well, at the time, it wasn't the monument to Andrea Golinson. It was the monument to the freedom of the city. Um beneath the stripped clean bones inside the ribcage of the dragon, which stayed exactly where it died, untouched. Um, they built a monument to the two lost uh, knights, and that soon became a monument to the history of Golinson, Andrea herself included. So that is the monument that people travel to Golinson to see, the Andrea Golinson monument. Um, and in its head is still the 
what is called the Andrea blade and you can see it glint in the sun atop the dragon's head. So that's a little background of like what you're going into. She kind of spins this beautiful tale for you. I don't know if any of you have kind of like heard things like that, like bits and pieces of the story before, but to all of you, the whole of it, this is the first time you're really hearing it. Um, and by the time she finishes her story, it's dawn and the sun is beginning to break over the horizon and, um, you are about two-thirds of the way to Golinson. That reminds me of the story that I heard about these four adventures. I was going to make the same <laughs> fucking joke. And, but the twist is they had this little kid hack it up for that <laughs> and never really used the parts. <laughs> but we knew Those where parts were worth money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard that the really cool... Wait, Ranger guy thought that the parts would be worth money, actually. <laughs> Seems like he made a smart investment. <laughs> you did sell them, I think, eventually. Eventually, but still. Months and months later. We carried those dragon parts for a long time. Yeah, you did. They were crusty by the time you decided to sell them for that money. Was, that was dragon jerky by the time you sold it. Yikes. They're worth more petrified, so this makes sense. <laughs> Oh, my God. So you travel well into the morning. The sun is up uh, and you are now entering. You see the the big gates of Golinson City in front of you. And now that it's morning time and uh, people are out and about, a lot more people are traveling this path. And kind of what you feared is coming true. It is getting harder and harder to keep an eye on the tracks as you enter Golinson City. Um, everybody make an investigation check. Eight. Fourteen. Six. Crit fail. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mido, you know, I'll is, take that, though. All is lost for you, Mido. Um, I perceive nothing. <laughs> JP, you are able to keep an eye on the tracks, like, well past the city gates into the city, um, but you quickly lose sight of them as people pass by going to their jobs going shopping whatever like as the as the trail is trodden the tracks are lost um the tracks lead into the city yes they do they lead blatantly into the city from the main road um and as you are here in the town uh Petey says well it was nice to meet you i'm glad we got to travel together um maybe we'll see you at the andrea golinson monument um but if we don't good good luck with all your endeavors happy travels Thank I want to flip her a gold piece and thank her for the story and tell her that she has a good career as a bard ahead of her. Vito, I veto that. That gold is ours. She does not <laughs> get the gold. It's out of my pocket. It's fine. JP Treasurer. Just, JP, JP catches the gold out of her hair and throws a silver instead. Mm, this story was not that good. I've, I've heard this story before. I'm not paying for repeats. <laughs> I'm not paying for repeats. That's funny. Um, yeah, she catches the gold and she she kind of, it's almost like that's the first time she's heard that. Uh, and she there's a little spark, sparkle in her eye. Um, and her caravan goes their separate ways. And now you guys are standing um, kind of towards the entrance to Golinson City and people are passing by everywhere. What do you want to do? Isla is making a beeline towards the monument. Okay. And but I don't too. I also want to be doing like an investigation or perception check, depending on what you want, of looking for Alfie at the same time. Okay. Uh, so 
I would roll perception for that. Um, and the monument is towards the northwest side of town, kind of with its back to the mountain, the the uh, mountain range. Um, what did you roll, Ila? <laughs> Oh, a 19. Oh, nice. Wow, uh, it was a, No, it was a 20. Dirty 20? Or a nat 20? Nat 20. Yeah, nat 20. Minus one. Okay, yeah. so it, yes. it negates the minus one. So yeah, nat 20. Um, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, you have you guys are on your way towards the monument, and Isla, you have your eyes peeled with uh, looking for Alfie anywhere you could possibly see him. Um, and you scan face to face, and unfortunately, you do not see him as you travel through the town. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so you guys get up to the uh, northwest side of town. Um, it's a little bit of a walk. This is a huge city. Um, and once you get there, you do see it in all of its might. The carcass of, or the bones rather, of an ancient black dragon, which on the scale of dragon sizes is the largest possible dragon. Um, and you see it there uh, kind of, hunched over in its final form with its rib cage splayed open reaching into the ground as the ground has kind of like moved and shifted and formed into it over centuries and it is now perfectly stable in the ground as a skeleton and inside of its rib cage is this beautiful stone monument it's a kind of like a fountain um with five figures standing in the center of it uh all holding up blades and water cascades through it and there's you see there's a lot of kind of like loose change um handwritten notes tucked on things like you know how they do like wishing mm-hmm. trees in japan kind of like that like handwritten notes of like like wish me luck on this thing or like thank you for your eternal like sacrifice and things like that and it's like hung on the monument like this is a well-loved thing for the people of this city um and uh very obvious why it's a tourist attraction so um you do not see pd and her whole brigade here at the moment um but everybody make a perception check oh a net 20 oh baby nine 15, 12. So, um, yeah, you all see that it's like it's covered oh, wait, in these. Sorry. Oh, I got a dirty 20, not a 15. Oh, shit. So you all see that this monument is covered in these love letters and tokens and things from the people who visit it. Um, but Mido and Billy, you see on top of the dragon's down tilted skull is a blade poking out um, where Andrea Golinson had dealt the final blow to the living dragon. And um, with that 20, both of you can see it is still in perfect shape. It has not been warped or rusted by the sands of time, which is kind of amazing. Like this must have been like some feat of vengeance, like powered by magic or something like that to make that sword last so long in the skull of that dragon. Um, So you see that. And there's really not much else happening around here. It feels very much like a tourist attraction. Like if you were standing at Niagara Falls, it's people taking it in. There's like artists doing plein air drawings of it as they stand here and just things like that. So that's what you get. Okay. How many people are around? Uh, at the moment, probably like 30-ish, 30-something-ish. Oh, that is not the crowd. I, I, was, I thought it was a lot bigger. Never mind. Well, you know. No, that's, I, I just misunderstood. 
We're going to try to sling some cheese on I them. I literally was about to set up shop and be like, <laughs> come get Andrea Golinson's favorite food. <laughs> That's bullshit, man. They don't know that. They're here to worship a, a statue. They don't. Maybe she loved cheese. Who do, Who can say? Can I make a perception check on the sword? Sure. Uh, that's assuming that Mido and Billy told you guys, hey, look up there. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at that cool sword. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. It looks mint. <laughs> I'm going to check it out with my eyeballs. What kind of sword is it? <laughs> from the distance you can see it from, it looks like a great sword. Well, I got a 12, so things are not going well. <laughs> you see just about what they saw, like, given. It's there. The, yeah, it's there. It's pretty shiny. It's big. So that's what's there. Um. Is there anyone passing out? You said it's like paper, like notes that are left behind. Yeah. Is anyone passing out paper? No one's passing out paper, but there are a few people nearby, like tearing scraps out of notebooks or like there's a guy doing plein air sketches who has like a stack of papers. Uh, I go over to him. Okay. Hello. Can I have a piece of paper? Oh, um, yes, sure. Uh, he uh, rifles through his little stack and pulls out a clean one for you and hands it to you. Thanks, I love you. Oh. And then I walk away. <laughs> and I write a note on it. <laughs> oh. I have a question. Is Isla able to hold paper? I was just wondering. Uh, if I was just wet like, all the, the water time. <laughs> so, like, how does she hold paper? I don't think she's wet all the time. <laughs> I think she's wet all the time. All right, so the paper's I a little damp. I just assume, like, she's, <laughs> fine. like, I'm... water being... <laughs> Is she made of water? Like no, water she's not made, of, made water. of flesh. They just like usually their hair is made of water or something okay. like that. Okay, yeah. I flip my I hair out of the way. I just wanted to know those logistics. <laughs> so that... But but the fact that she's blue, you know, like I don't know why would she be blue if she wasn't made of water? I don't. What? There's other things. There's I other was, things. Senian was blue and he wasn't made of water. <laughs> other he things wasn't can a, be blue. Wasn't a water tiefling no it was just a tiefling <laughs> oh my god i'm Whoa. gonna say isla is not constantly wet <laughs> thank you that's fair <laughs> thank you for that ruling <laughs> it's my character <laughs> i just wanted to envision it all right okay <laughs> envision away and en- yes envision away <laughs> but i'm gonna write a note to alfie and leave it in a spot where i think would be obvious uh, that i was there okay do you want to tell us what the note says or do you want to write it and keep it for later? I'm going to write it and keep it for later. So okay. I can think about and describe to me where you hide it that you think it will stay safe. It's not where I think it'll stay safe. It's just a place where I think he would look. Okay. I hope it says send nudes XX. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, So you mean like somewhere obvious like on the monument itself yeah okay yeah you tuck it uh into one of the folds of the stone carved fabric uh and it peeks out says i assume like to alfie Mm -hmm. on the outside um and now that's there so anybody else have any uh you still looking for that bird or you're just being touristy or mido is touristy as fuck he's like in awe (laughs) he listened with rapt attention to the story he pictured it as an anime in his head, and now he really wants to grab that fucking sword out of the dragon's head. <laughs> well. I. But he won't. He won't. I was going to say, Probably. 
I was more comfortable with war crimes than I am dismantling a monument. Yeah, something feels really bad about <laughs> something that. Something feels so bad. <laughs> Especially like a monument to like freedom of life, like yeah. being able to actually survive. In I the feel land. weird. Um, I think Jean Pierre does bust open the cart. Yeah, and he like uh, with a piece of charcoal or something like writes Andrea's cheese. Oh my god! And just slaps it up and is like, <laughs> "Hey, come get y'all's cheese." Yes. Billy is snatching a piece of cheese and just like <laughs> real casually. Uh, yeah, you get a you get a, a decent line up. About six, six people line up to buy some cheese. Um, and as you are serving the fourth person, uh, I would mark down what is your cheese cost? Golden. Golden. I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say five silver because I think that's what we ended it with. The price ended up being yeah. at the end of. I'm afraid they didn't hear that. I heard Vanda say something. Uh, I did hear. I feel it. like. If they heard it, all the other conversation would have stopped. So here's, I do want, however, Andrea's name to be in there just for like the poll. Mm-hmm. Andrea's Asiago. Oh my goodness. <gasps> yes. Wow. Just really Man, brought it all together. It's a little I? cheesy, but I like it. <laughs> Don't mock We're me. We're all in the same room. Aww. Aww. <laughs> So, yeah, you get a, a line of six people. I would mark down 20 silver pieces. You serve four. Um, and as you are serving the fourth, uh, two police officers run up to you. And they say, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, we don't serve on the premises of the monument. Oh, that's okay. You don't have to. I win. No, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> oh. That's against the law. Show me this law. We will come to the police house. What is no, it? No, you have to. The police house. The police house. <laughs> Come to the police I've been house. Too Where much is the police house? house? Police house. God. <laughs> the police department. Show, show me this law. Okay. Quote one the, it. One of them takes a set of handcuffs out of his back pocket and he like starts coming towards him and he's like, "Let's go." <laughs> uh, back up. Wait. No, you wait. What? How much? How much is a bribe here? No bribe. What? Oh, please. What? I know you take bribes. You all take bribes. How much is a bribe? <laughs> we are. What is the average cost of a bribe? There's no average. You will probably have to pay a fine when you get to the police department. I do not take kindly to fines. Okay, so you're willing to pay a bribe, I will... but you won't pay a fine. Bribes are business investments. It's different. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity? Yes. <laughs> I just fucking do a backflip away. <laughs> it's going to be bad. <laughs> 16. Okay, you narrowly, like, step back and get out of the way <clears throat> as one of them tries to, like, jump at you and put the manacles around your wrists. Uh, and you narrowly avoid that. And I go, all right, all right, I will stop selling cheese. We'll pack up your cart. Yes. Right, like right now. I, I'm while, doing it. While we're watching. I'm packing up the cart. <laughs> That's sonically, I love that. Just, yeah. I am hammering the cart. Fully, love it. <laughs> Jean-Pierre dismantles his cart. Okay, they watch as you do that. And one of them looks at you and says, don't, don't. Do that again. <laughs> perhaps I will, perhaps I will not. You, If you do, you're going to come down to the police house. <laughs> I do not want to visit the police house. I want to okay, stay well, here. So see, here's the thing. Most people who break laws don't want to visit the police house. And so I will not. So don't break the law. Perhaps I will. 
he I turns he turns to Billy Mido and Isla and says, "Are you with him?" Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't do that thing again. Sell cheese. Yeah. Okay. I'll get on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen. You have no idea. Stupid law. They just kind of like walk away, but they're milling around. Um, and now you guys are just standing here, no longer able to sell your cheese. Fully investigated this little monument. Isla does help him pack up <laughs> in a way that like enforces, oh, we're leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not giving you a choice. You have to do this. So do you still care about the bird? I do. I go over to the vendor that I got the paper from and I said, hi, can I ask you a question? It was just an artist, yeah. right? Yes, he yeah he's just an okay. artist. Yeah, but would he be around though? Yeah, he's around. You might see it. That's where I was going. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, he's there. I thought you, you just because you said vendor. I thought you wanted to. Oh, buy sorry. Un. No. Okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> startled that you're back after telling him you loved him. Hi, I love you. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> well, I. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm John. I'm married, so don't oh, worry about okay. it. Okay. All right. This is. You just really just fucking confused me a whole bunch. Uh, ask away. All right. I pulled like one of the feathers out of my... I have one of the feathers, right? Yeah. We all do, yeah. Yeah. I pull one out and I was like, hi, I have this. Does this look familiar to you? This guy? You're going straight to this guy? Um, He take, he looks at the feather and he's like, like a kind of like dawn of realization comes across his face and he says, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I have. Where did Where did you get that? Giant crater in the ground. Where did this bird go? <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't see what it came from, but at like like dawn this morning, these guys from, I think like some like Royal Academy came and like caged up this big red creature uh, before like traffic really started out on the street. So like no, not many people really saw, I don't think, at least I didn't. Uh, and they hauled it away towards um, the Markon Kingsland. We have to free this bird. Have we heard of this place before? So everybody make an intelligence check. Forgot I get negative one I on intelligence. I lost a brain cell. 11. Oh. Amanda and Matt both just rolled an 11? At the same time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Allie rolled a 3 and Mike rolled a what? 15. 15. Okay. Uh, so, Mido, you have heard of it? though you're not completely familiar with necessarily where it is geographically nor kind of what kind of place it is. The um, Markon Kingsland, that Mark is? Markon Kingsland. You're not even really sure what Markon Kingsland is all about, like how big it is. Um, Markon Kingsland, sorry, is the name of the school? No, no, no. It's the name of where the Royal Academy is or Royal University ah, is. thank you. So, yeah, so you're not sure where it is and you're still talking to this guy, Isla, and he says... Um, Yes, yeah, so uh, they hauled it away around uh, dawn, and they went westward through the uh, the woods, which we all know is a pretty bad idea, but um, they're probably not that far through because the woods are a pretty treacherous walk. So hopefully, if your intention is to catch up with them, you may. But... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You said you love me. It really threw me off, and I'm, like, having a hard time with it. I have that effect. Yes, well, you also said that you're married. I'm just getting vibes, and I don't know what they are. I also get that. 
Don't be an <laughs> I do give bro. up a lot of vibes. <laughs> Don't be an incel, bro. <laughs> God. Are there ghosties in the woods? Uh, no. There. I. I mean, you're then... not. You're not from here, right? No. Okay. I, okay. Now I get that. No, there's not ghosts in the woods. It's. Uh, I mean, large tribes of giant spiders. Oh, ew. Very mean, venomous giant spiders, which is why most people don't take the path through the woods. Uh, they go around. I run over from wherever I was and I go, no, no, we will go around. We No, no spiders. Thank you. Cheese? Do you want cheese? No. You, you, can't, you can't tell anybody I will get arrested. I'm lactose intolerant anyway. Thank you, though. Oh. Can you give us directions for going around? Going around? Well, I'll tell you this much. It takes... Uh, three times as long to get to the mark on King's Land. Oh, and to no. the uh, no, that is fair. It's fine. In... We will go. I'm Do just saying. the villagers? Is there a great reason for heroes to vanquish them on their way through? No. I mean, they're pretty mean in there, but it's their domain, so it's like kind of like. Uh, you know, how do you want to proceed with that? Because you are infringing on someone else's homeland, but also they are like very willing to attack. Like, no matter what. The only thing that keeps them out of Golensin is, you know, the claim that Andrea Golensin made on the land when she slayed the dragon and claimed it in her name to be a safe haven for all against magic beasts. So they recognize real estate claims, but they also... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make a a, uh, wisdom check. Uh. Oh. 19. The claim that Andrea Golinson made um, became a magical effect from some something that happened during the battle. So there's something that's going on in Golinson where malicious magic beasts with like a, an evil alignment actually cannot enter to harm people. Okay. I like that. Uh, and you're not really sure of the radius, but like you, that's what you kind of gained from the whole situation with her and how the spiders live in the woods but never come into town, whatever. So, yeah, so, um, what are you doing? I'm a. I think I, I vote we go around. I do not want the forest spiders. I, I do not think I can bribe them with cheese. I don't <laughs> think this is the way. My laundry's done. I want to fight a spider. I don't. I think to save time, we have to go through. It will not matter how much time we save if we are dead from the spiders. But it won't matter if we go around at all if we can't find the bird. It. it we they went to. to that bird. We it know where it is going. Reach. It is going to Malcon, whatever, and then we go there. It's Three days, so one fast. day. Why does it matter? Because we haven't been able to catch up with it yet. Well, I mean, the academics did. They did it. Why do we have to go there? I I don't care. We do whatever. I say we vote. All of those who want to go through the woods with a scary spider say aye. 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 Obviously, my answer is no. I grab JPK uh, and I head towards the woods. <laughs> there is no but I am being forced to do this. <laughs> yes, you and are. And actually, and actually, 
I look around to anybody and I make eye contact with the artist as Isla drags me by my wrist and say, you are a witness to a crime. This is against my will. <laughs> Isla Find the care. authorities. <laughs> She's just skipping towards the woods <laughs> with JP in tow. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I bring up Camille from yeah, with the I race. whisper to Camille, I will protect you. <laughs> 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 So you guys have gathered up Camille and your carriage and you are all uh, dragging a begrudging JP towards the uh, western entrance to the forest. The I'm only entrance so to the mad. forest. <laughs> um, this is a large, vast forest. And as you approach the west side of town, you see there is like a definitive line between the edge of the forest and town. Like there's like a good hundred feet between like the road where the road stops at the edge of Golenson and the actual edge of the forest. And it's kind of like a pretty like not very well trodden dirt path that picks up at the end of the, the road into Golenson and goes into the woods. And the woods are so dense that once the uh, trail leads into the woods, you lose track of it entirely. It's very dark, but everybody make an investigation check. Or perception, whatever. God damn, I'm rolling hot got fire tonight. Oh. No, wait, no, I didn't. It's a seven. I got an eight. 13. Did you roll a one? No, I rolled a seven. Six. I rolled it on my computer. Oh, okay. 22. What? Uh, sorry, I missed Amanda's. 13. Uh, okay. So, man, um, Billy, you can see, like, carriage tracks in the ground. Um, and, uh, Mido, you see the carriage tracks and you also see seven, uh, foot, like seven different distinct people tracks. Um, like obviously humanoid, like bipedal boot tracks. They're all wearing the same type of boot, though the foot sizes vary. And, uh, you see that distinctly going into the forest along this trail. I'm just like staring up at the trees. (laughs) Is there... Isla's still skipping. <laughs> I pointed out to my friends very smugly. I'm like, hmm, yes. Only a man of my training could recognize. What do your elven eyes see? You will be the I first we sacrifice to the spiders. <laughs> the carrots tracks are right there. Okay, uh, do you guys follow the tracks into the forest? Yeah, but I... I gr- can I just grab my dagger and have it at the ready? Sure. I'm not skipping anymore. I'm walking a little bit more seriously. <laughs> serious, real serious. Serious, Oh, real serious. Uh, okay, you guys walk into the forest and you are walking for a couple hours before you come upon the first instance of something new. Um, you are following this trail. You are not losing the tracks as though the... Um, the trail itself gets pretty uh, hard to keep track of. The tracks of the carriage and the seven boot prints uh, are well maintained and you can see them very easily. But as you walk, um, you walk through kind of almost like a very, very thin mist of red static. And as you walk through it, Fuck. all that really happens is it goes from the heat of summer to a snowy tundra 
the forest floor is covered with a a sprinkling of snow um a very very light drift of snow comes off of the trees as you walk through them and mino stops and he's like oh god it's daylight savings time (laughs) disgusting i like pick up some of it and like rub it and sniff it is it just snow yes like, no ifs, anders, ands, or buts about it. It's just snow. No ifs, and, or buts? All right. I knew it was going to happen. All right. Ander Sorry. And, or buts. Uh, I like that it's canon that that's a phrase in this world. No ifs, and, or buts about it. And, or buts. Um, do we see, you said we walked through another static red cloud. Do we see it in front of us then? Like we saw the last one? Not really. This, this first of all, if you've stopped when it happened, the first one, it obviously it dissipated around you, but there's no defined wall like there was in Conistry. Okay. So I... if you guys continue traveling, once you realize like it's just snow, you must have traveled through a static again. Once you've come to the edge of it, you don't even see like the red static mist unless like, do you want to make a perception check? Because you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. I do we I'm guessing we don't see the trail though like the track it's covered in snow it's covered in snow but the 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 path through the woods is there okay and it's actually definitively more trodden than the this is perception Eight. yes perception if you want um 19 baby seven oh. aye, aye. uh 19 uh Mido I'm and JP it. you both see just like the faintest, faintest mist of red. Um, I take... I walk backwards. Away from the red? Back towards wherever that thing first started. I want to see if I can move backwards out of it, or if it's, like, one way in, one way out. Oh, it's been... It's it's actually... You've walked miles. In the snow? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I... She said that. Okay. I did say that. I didn't understand. So but, you're you're nowhere near the beginning of it. But we... So we we walked into like the mist or the the static mm-hmm. and it turned to snow. Mm-hmm. And then you said that we walked out of it again back to summer. Yeah, but that so this is a assu- okay. No, I'm sorry. I've gone about this a bad way. This is assuming that you continued walking the trail because the trail is there, the tracks are not. Yes. And the trail is very defined now in the winter, um not only because it's winter so people who may have traveled it have uh, left it clear but also for some reason it's newer it's more defined than in the summer when you first started coming through so like this may well be in the past when this trail was first made you have no idea so if you've continued walking you see the red but if you haven't continued walking you don't see the red and only mido and jp will have seen it because they rolled very high okay so if you've continued walking you do see the red which means that you're miles away from when it first happened sure Okay, yes. so th- it's there. You walk through it? Um, can I just, like, how deep is the snow on the ground? Like an inch and a half. I use my boot and, like, scrape some of it away from the trail. I want to see what it's made of. Uh, it is dirt. Okay. I'm going through the wall! You make it through the wall. Neat. Back to summer. I, I want to grab a snowball and, like, throw it through the wall. You see... At JP. Okay, yes. This is So here's where it's different. You see JP on the other side because you don't see the red. So you see, see JP standing over there, 
And where the snow is kind of drifting and falling on you, it's not on him. But around him, it looks like snow. But JP, from where you're standing, it's not. there's no snow anywhere. So she picks up something off the ground. Maybe like an, a leaf is like caught in her hand or something. And she lobs it at you, but nothing hits you. And um, Billy, when you lob this snow at him, you see it make it three quarters of the way to him and then dissipate in the air and nothing hits him. Fucking weird. I love it illusion so i'm in the summer i turn around to look back towards my companions do i see them you see them no snow though cool and you still see that like kind of like sprinkle of red in the air just like hanging out so at least we know we can see each other oh we couldn't when we first encountered it though could we this is true something about this is a little different i take out my feather okay can I try and touch it? I know it's not like a exact wall, but can I like hold it up to like the static? Have they told you about the static? Um, oh. I didn't. Mido, you're the only yeah. other one who can see the static. Oh, I thought I told them all. Okay. Sorry. You've, you've been told about the static. Okay. I just want to like hold it up and see if it has any effect on either the wall or the feather. Um... Make an arcana check. Come on, fucking dice. Bitch, is a seven. Uh, the feather seems to have no interaction, uh, especially because you don't see the static. Okay. Um, so, like, you reach your feather out to where you saw JP cross through something or, you know. Yeah, change. Change, and uh, nothing happens. Okay. I just walk through the wall at that point. That, or would I just walk forward okay. towards JP? You take a few steps forward towards JP and about a step or two away from him, the world around you shifts from midwinter to hot summer. Hot girl summer. I was confused. <laughs> Very perplexed. I walk back past her through the red thing again. It is winter. <laughs> cool. I don't know why I'm checking how this works, because it's absolutely going to change again. Like, the method <laughs> of this is going to change, but whatever. All right. Billy walks through, and she's like, Whew, how about that climate change, huh? Christ. <laughs> oh, it took us so long to get a joke she's out of that. So mad. <laughs> but we got there eventually, and that's what counts. And that's what counts. That's all that matters. Isla, myself, and Billy. Billy are on the other side. Mido is still over on the yes. in the winter side. All right, I turn around. Well, actually, I'm still facing him. I call out to him and say, "Mido, come this way. Let's keep going." Okay. Can he hear me? Yes. Cool. Uh, do you join them? Yeah. Okay. It is summer now for all four of you, and Camille included. Um. And the tracks are, once again, very visible on the ground, though the path is a little less so. We follow the path. Okay. Mm. I think Isla just stands there. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Isla is confused. Mido is, like, totally underappreciating the magical season changing and mostly just looking around going, like, watching for a big spider. Like, disappointed (laughs) that he hasn't seen one yet. I think we're about to see one. Oh, undoubtedly, <laughs> because you wouldn't let us take the easy way around. Wouldn't I? No, they wouldn't. Oh, you. they wouldn't. You're right. My poor, poor, 
stupid companions. I want adventure. <laughs> Maybe Jamie rolled for them and they're actually out, like, fucking around with Harry Potter and Ron Weasley and they're not actually going to come bother us. I don't want to get bit by a spider. Uh, everybody make a constitution saving throw. God damn it. Fuck. Awesome. God damn, I 13. cannot miss tonight. Wait, what do we make? A, a constitution saving? saving throw. Fucking hell. 15. 17. Amanda, did you roll? Yeah, 8. Uh, okay. Um, JP and Billy, uh, you both take one level of exhaustion. That's disadvantage on ability checks. And uh, Mido and Isla, you are fine. Uh, this is because you have been up for more than 24 hours. Man. Isla's used to party. There was a spot for like afflictions or something. There might be. I think it's, I think it's on more uh, pages. Yeah. That's whatever. Um, exhausted. <laughs> So Mido and Isla, you are fine. Billy and um, JP have one level of exhaustion. Uh, if you keep going, uh, you will continue to make constitution saving throws oh, and continue to here. stack them. Um, and there's what? Why have how have we been up for more than twenty four hours? Because you woke up at night in Conistry, and you left Conistry at like seven p.m. You walked through the night to Golinson, spent a little bit of time in Golinson, and now you've been walking for miles in the woods. So it's it's rounding up on over 24 hours now. How Should long did the guy say? They had just picked up the bird in dawn, so you're hot on its trail. To no, what, how to long was the, um, the journey between Golinson and Mark on Kingsland? He did not tell you. I thought he did, because he mentioned it was three times as... Oh, I get Okay. He did say it was three times That's as long fine. to get to Markon if you went around the forest, but he didn't say how long it took to get to Markon. So we... Do, I'm sorry. Do we know that they're exhausted or, like... Yeah. Do we know I, that... I think you would pick up on that. Okay. Or yeah, they would and they would tell you. we're not about it. We're yeah. just, like, really... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Ugh, you guys, I'm so tired. <laughs> Shit, do we have any... Uh, I will say, I don't know how the cart is laid out, but you could figure it out that, like, two of you could walk while two of you rested on the cart and swap if you want to keep going. But you kind of have to make a choice here, like, either take your exhaustion points... Oh, I'm fine with yeah. that. ...and keep following because you're hot on the trail, or... um take a rest and like possibly lose track of the creature um wonder if i have the herbalism kit a short rest at least will make the exhaustion disadvantages go away right and then jp and i can just get quality time um no uh finishing a long rest reduces your exhaustion level by one ah oh so oh, I guess let's just keep going if that's if you guys are okay with that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hopefully we'll be there soon. Do we have any food? We should yeah. have provisions. I yeah, have also I was going to say I have proficiency with the herbalism kit. So since we're in a forest, can we say that I'm like looking out for herbs that I could use to make healing potions? Um yeah, make a make a perception check. Unless there's an actual, like, skill to go with it. It just says that you have to have proficiency with the kit, which I do, and then I guess it would be wisdom, yeah. Seems like wisdom is the... 
applicable skill. Nat 20. Yeah, oh, you find uh, enough to make one whole healing potion. Okay, tight. From your travel so far. Um, and I'll say that given that you found that, you have advantage on searching for the rest of the trip through the forest because you know exactly what you're looking for. So, uh, I'm going to say I notice how tired I am, and I guess I'll hop up on the seat of the wagon, my cart. Okay, uh, I would say take a short rest, but you are not um, you're not missing any hit points because you haven't done battle since the last time you slept. Yeah. So, if you want to try and fall asleep to take a full eight hours, we can we can make a luck check on that once we get there. To do a long rest to remove your exhaustion completely, because the only thing that'll remove your level of exhaustion is. Do a we long have rest. eight hours left in the trip? You don't know. I say try. Yeah, why not? So you start yeah, taking a nap. Billy, do the same. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll Billy wake can do you the same. up if we need to. <laughs> uh, Billy, you're hopping up there as well. Yeah, can I? Yes. So you guys are. Uh, you kind of shifted things around in the cart to make room to like curl up and sleep uh, on the trip and Mido and Isla charge ahead. Um, let's see. Yeah, I did, just I did, do it. I did, Kill like, us. Get it over with. I rolled a Sorry nat for one for oh. you. For me? For all Die. of you. That's good. Jesus Christ. So, 17 spiders descend. <laughs> there is no combat. We're immediately killed. <laughs> campaign the over. boss actually <laughs> popped up big, and murdered us the devil himself cracks open the earth and emerges in front of us on the path in fact jp as you and billy curl up uh about 45 minutes passes as you walk along the trail and in up in the uh the canopy of dense forest you hear oh i hate it <laughs> And you hear the, like, kind of wet creeping of, like, these nasty spider jaws as you look up. And everybody make a perception check. The pedipalps. What? Oh, Those weird what? little clamp. They're called pedipalps. Pedipalps. Yeah, they're my fave. 19. Oh, what are we rolling? I just rolled great for once. Uh, perception. Me too. 21. So JP got 21. Isla got 19. Oh, wait. I got a net 20. Oh. Yeah, I got a my net bad. 22. What the fuck? Wow, we did great. Wow, on I'm that so one, glad guys. we did well on a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we see really well. Inevitable. We see so good. So Mido, you spot the glint of eyes upon eyes in the canopy. Um, oh god! But Isla, <laughs> oh god! Isla, <laughs> Billy, and JP, you see six distinctive spiders descending on you. With their, they're kind of like, what are they? Mandibles? Petty yeah, mandibles. petty. They're man. They're like. <laughs> Do we see their weaknesses because we rolled so good? Um, you know, why don't you roll uh intelligence with advantage, Billy? <gasps> I rolled another nat twenty. Yes. So Billy. Eat it. <laughs> she sees that they were bullied in high school. <laughs> <laughs> She sees directly through their insecurities. We know you ate alone at lunch. Those eyebrows? Nasty. (laughs) They don't have any weaknesses is the thing. Like, they're not, you know how usually it'll say, like, on a monster sheet, like... They don't have fire weakness? They don't have weakness to, like, fire? It doesn't say that. Wild. Where it usually says that they have a weakness, it doesn't say that. Damn it. They might not. There's some that just don't, there's some monsters that just straight up don't have. 20, Jamie. 
Uh, okay, you so rolled you so know... good, you invent a weakness for the spiders. <laughs> you should make it their I whole body. so well that I actually got a magic red bull, and uh, my exhaustion is gone. There you go. Fantasy so, uh, Billy, you know that they don't have any weaknesses, but that uh, you should be very careful because they can see without sight. They can see without relying on sight. They have blind sight for 10 feet. They mm. also have dark vision for 60 feet and they have a strong passive perception. So you have to be really careful how you tread um, tread this. Uh, and I assume that you relay that to your party. I do. But let's roll initiative. Um, can I ask real quick? They're com- they're descending from above us. So they're coming down on thread, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any that like directly above me? Or just, like, around. You rolled a 22. A 21. Yeah, there's one that's about to get you. Like, they all look like they positioned themselves around you. Okay. So. These bastards. Ah! We're rolling uh, initiative. I got a three. Oh, I fucking... I, I looked at my tw- d20 and thought, initiative. And then didn't move. <laughs> initiative, <laughs> not good. I have to roll six times. Uh, So, what did you guys each roll? I actually got a five. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 18. But I oh, perceived I very well. Uh, Mike, what did you get? I got a 19. So. I don't know. I don't even want to question it too much, but the dice are just treating me so well tonight. Don't say that. Knock on wood. Yeah, you better knock on wood. Um, so first in the order is going to be the spider directly above Mido. Um... And and he offers friendship and to escort us out of the woods, and he doesn't want to fight at all. <laughs> yes, that's how D D works. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a ranged attack. Uh, does an eighteen hit? Yeah, but what kind of ranged attack is it? So, uh, as you as your com- your companions see uh, six de- definitive spiders and you only see eyes, you fail to see the one directly above your head as it shoots webbing down at you and uh, restrains you with its webbing. So you are restrained, and at the end of each of your turns now, you can make a strength check to try to burst out of the webbing. And next in the order is Just you. Just like the orcs. Huh? The fucking orcs all over again. I know, we're always restraining Mido. Uh, so next in the order is you, Mido. So all you can, unless you have something that you can do without your. Uh, well, I can't kick. I guess I'm fully restrained this time. Not yeah, like you're all wrapped up. Fucking caterpie ass. Um. Well, I'm gonna use my full, you know, range of forty-five foot movement speed to get out of the way of another spider attack. Hopefully. I don't think you can because you're restrained. You can't move. Oh, duh. Wow, this shit sucks. Okay. Yeah, your speed is zero in restrained. And you have disadvantage on attacks and dex saves. Uh, that's a 16? That uh, gets you out of it. You burst out sure. of the uh, webbing. And I think you can do a check as an action. So if you have a bonus action, you can do something. I guess I'm going to attack. Doing what? I'm going to use my spear. Try okay. to keep my distance from the mandibles. It is to I'll say this, to get to uh to get to restrain you, it only has to be within thirty feet of you, so it is about thirty feet above you. Uh so if you can get you can do a ranged spear attack thirty feet up, then that's possible. Can I climb the tree? I mean 
here's the thing about tree canopies. The tree can be like six feet to the left and the canopy can be there. So there's no tree directly next to you where the spider is coming down from. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I got anime leaps. Just throw your spear. But what if I need it? All right, I'll throw it. That's going to be a 16. No, sorry, 15. That hits? Yes. Okay. Eight damage. Okay. So, uh, next in the order is uh, the spider directly above JP, um, which is going to do the same thing and try to restrain you. Does a 15 hit? Uh, yes. Okay, so you are restrained, and it is also your turn next. Cool. Um, I try to break free. Okay. What am I using? Strength? Uh, yes. 16. You make it out. Um, and my movement will be hopping off the cart, so I'm not directly okay. under the spider. Okay, you're just moving a few feet, or? Um. Because you have, what, 30 movement? Uh, yes, but... <laughs> I just want to be further away, because the spider is directly above me. Yeah. And then where are the other spiders? Just around? There's one over each of your party members, and also two more descending, <clears throat> just around. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to move to a place where like it's not dire- there is not one directly above me. Okay. Uh, so you, I'll say you move like 10 feet closer to uh, whoever's near you. We'll say Isla. Sure. Um Hello. So you move out of the way of this spider, and the spider descending on Billy does the same thing. Does a 17 hit you, Billy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You are restrained. You have the same option. What's my option? So if you have something... Is it my turn? It is your turn. Or no, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm sorry. It's not your turn. It's the next spider. So you are restrained. It is not your turn. Um, And the spider directly above Isla is going to try to restrain her. Does an 18 hit? Yeah. You are restrained. Um, and then one of the random spiders is going to skitter towards uh, Mido, seeing that he is no longer restrained and try to get you. 18. Yeah. You're restrained. Um, and the final spider descends on the ground and is going to try to bite JP. <clears throat> Crit fail. Nice. God. <laughs> so next in the order Throws is Isla. Throws a block of cheese into its mouth. If you have magic that you can do without a verbal somatic, you can do that. Otherwise, your only other option is to try to break free. I have burning hands. Ooh. I guess that makes sense. I think, I think. Can I move my hands? No. Can I move my hand? No, you're completely restrained, but. You are touching the webbing. I think we did the same thing with Fenian. We did, and I don't think I could. You shocking grasped it. I wanted to, but I wasn't able to. Because it listed it as having a somatic component. I don't know about burning hands, though. What What is the description for burning hands? As you hold your hands, oh, hands together, with thumbs touching. Okay, so So we're going to rule that as a no, then. And I'm going to do a strength check. Yes. That would be a four. That does not make it. You are still restrained. You struggle against your binding and are unable to make it out. Billy, it's your turn next. Same thing. Strength check. Unless you have something that's not verbal somatic. No, I don't. 17. Uh, you make it out. 
Um, and you can either take a bonus action or um, move. May I use a spell with my bonus action? Only if it's a spell that can be used on a bonus action. Then no. Okay, fair enough. Then I'm going to do... I'm going to ram one. Okay. And which one are you ramming? The one that's on the ground trying to bite JP? Yeah, for sure. Do I just roll for that and then see if it hits? Yes, you roll a uh, strength for melee. Thank you. And Sorry, it's I'm also a plus five for your hit DC. Melee. It's a 17. So that hits. <gasps> so that is 1d4 plus three bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. How big are the spiders? Haha, <laughs> four. As big as hounds. So seven bludgeoning damage. I didn't like that, Mike. <laughs> Uh, these spiders, you know, are anyone large. who listens, they fall, oh, in, they fall under the large category. So yeah, like, bigger than us, bigger than you. Ew, it's pretty gross. Uh, and next in the order is the spider that originally tried to get Mido. Uh, having failed, it has descended to the ground, uh, and is now cornering you along with the one that you are now re-restrained, right, by that other spider. Uh, so it's it's going to come in and try to bite you and poison you. What if I don't want it to? Not you, Mido. I know. What if I don't want it to? Well, then I, I feel bad for Aww. you. Thanks, Isla. 18 <laughs> to hit. I'm sorry. 23 to hit. So why yeah. do you want to end this campaign early? So Jamie doesn't <laughs> want to play D&D. &D. <laughs> that hits. Okay, so that's going to be 1d8 plus 3 piercing and 2d8 poison damage. I'm so not kidding when I say if that hits me, I'm going to die. It's I'm not, so scared. It's not you. No, I know, but inevitably in the future. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm trapped right now. So, so <laughs> like <a> thousand spiders. <laughs> it's 11 piercing damage, Mido. Okay. And eight poisoning damage. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Uh, and you are oh. poisoned, so at the end of each of your turns, you're going to make a constitution saving throw to continue taking the poison on a failed save. Okay. <laughs> so who's sorry? I have to clarify. Mido and Isla are restrained. Yes. Me and Billy are not. Yes. Cool. And so far... One single spider has taken hit damage. The one that tried to get Mido has taken damage. From Billy. From Billy. And then... No, from Mido. Before he was re-restrained. Oh, oh I, then, yes, okay. And then the one that did... The one that tried to... Restrain... The one that restrained me. The one that tried to bite you was hurt by Billy. Yes, okay. So... Two out of four. And now Isla and Mido are restrained, and Mido is actively taking poisoning damage. So next in the order is the spider that tried to restrain you, JP. Yeah. Uh, That's the one on the ground with us. He landed, and he, then he tried to bite me. He has now just landed. Oh, The oh, one okay. that tried to bite you before was five. This is two. Cool. Um, And he is going to try to re-restrain you. Oh! Reroll. My oh, God. Crazy. <laughs> Eleven. 
No. Okay, so you uh, see it coming and you expertly dodge out of the way of this web. Um, and now it is your turn. I am going to... Finish him. Yeah, I'm going to try and... The one that is in front of me that just tried to web me is five or two? Two. Two is the one man, uh, Billy rammed. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep this straight in my head so hard. So one is the one that originally got Mido, and Mido speared it immediately thereafter. Okay. Two is the one that originally got you and is now trying to reweb you. How far? Two is the one Billy rammed. No, six is the one Billy rammed. Holy shit! Okay. And just to be clear, six is the one that tried to get. None of those have died. So. How far away am I from the one man uh, Billy hit? Uh, I would say 10 feet because you and Billy were right next to each other when you both almost got got. And Billy is next to that spider. Yes. I attack that spider. Okay. With my rapier. Okay. I give a nice little stibbity stab. Stibbity stab. Stibbity stab it. Does a 20 hit. Not natural. Yes. Cool. Um, Then I hit that spider for uh, 1d8. That's not a D8. I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. And it's a sneak attack. So, uh, four, five, six, seven plus ten. Ten damage. Ten, ten piercing damage. damage. Ten total. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this spider is bloodied as you pierce it through its natural armor, uh, and it it skitters back a couple steps, but quickly regains them. Um, and next in the order is. The spider that originally tried to get Billy? Yeah. Yes. So this is spider number three. Uh, and spider number three is going to um, try to get Camille. Can you pull up a horse car- a horse stat sheet? Sure. Kimmy. I'm about to have some real beef with these spiders. Got, Got it. it. Uh, that would be a 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, obviously. Okay, so uh, Camille is restrained uh, and has fallen to the ground uh, as it is. It, she's wrapped up. Camille is a he or a she? They them. I've never checked. As they are wrapped up in this thick spider's webbing. I will tell you this, um, and you may, I think Billy would know this the best. Uh, spider's webbing does have an AC. It is an object. So if like you're not in it, and you can't make a strength check oh, against it, it, you can attack the webbing itself. Cool. Huh. Um, so it has an AC and it has an HP. Um, are we going to put Camille into the turn then? <laughs> sure. Because I have stats. <laughs> I want to make a strength I throw. <laughs> I don't know. That. I love this. <laughs> hmm. I think the only way... She's they're writhing around trying let's, to get out of that web. Let's metagame this for a second. I think Camille is an old friend. The only way that they would know to actively push against the webbing in a way that could free them is if someone were to cast speak with animals and say like you well, need to get through the webbing okay on the other side of that <laughs> i think horses are pretty i like, was gonna say as the horse expert pretty here. Flaily. <laughs> horse expert. i think if i wrapped a horse in saran wrap or something it would like be pretty pissed off okay. i i i concur <laughs> all right yeah okay i'll take that so now the question is Eat it, Camille <laughs> You have to roll initiative for Camille. I'm then. so okay with that. Can Camille attack? We've opened a very no. she okay. Radical. If we're playing I have a riding horse. She's an old riding horse. I, I guess I'm calling her she. I guess she's a she. Um She does have a melee weapon attack. It's her hooves. 
Okay. Oh, hell If we're adding her to the initiative, why the fuck not? Okay. Um, rolling initiative for Camille. A nine. I love that, like, time and space and, like, balance has been, like, distorted in this universe. And we're like, no, we want the horse to be able to fight. The horse can fight. Let her fight. The horse can fight. If the horse can fight, the horse can die. I'm telling you this right now. Be prepared. No. It was going to be able to you have me pull up a hit sheet. She could die regardless. Okay. Just keep the... We knew We knew the stakes. We knew, we knew the stakes. You, we knew what we got ourselves in. I will say blood. Camille and I have almost an identical number of hit points. Oh, <laughs> We have very little hit points. We are very <laughs> fragile. But Camille, sturdy. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, shit. I lost my place. Okay. Uh, so Camille is restrained. So you added Camille to the initiative. So in two turns, Camille will be able to try to get out of their restraints. Next in the order is spider number four, who is going to, who I believe is actually the one who currently has Mido restrained. Um, and is going to try to uh, pull Mido away, which I'm just going to do as a strength check to see if uh, it can get you 30 feet away into the woods with their uh, speed. Mido is just screaming like all of his bravado and honor has gone away, and he's just like, I don't want to die! So you're going to make a... a spider! Actually, should I do a contested strength? No, because you're not... He sure does. He's not contesting it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say on a sure 19, they are able to pull you 15 feet, which is half of their speed, uh, up a tree. So Mido okay. is 15 That's feet. That's disgusting. Mido is 15 feet up a tree being held by spider number four. Okay. Uh, And next in the order is spider number five, who I think just bit Mido. And is on its way over to JP. So JP might die. Because it's going to try to bite him. Then, ooh, oh, it's going to bite me? Yeah. I keep rolling the same number on this die, and I don't trust that. What did you roll? I keep rolling 17s. That's yeah, pick it, pick it. No, pick a new one. <laughs> Someone so 17. Like 19. It's a 21 to hit. I just checked no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have mercy on JP. I like him a lot. So this is going to be 1d8 plus 3 piercing. And then 2d8 Yeah, poisoning. just do it. I understand the stakes. If you die, can you play as Camille for the rest of the <laughs> day? Will, I will play as Camille as long as I have a choice. So that's 10... Oh, I did the poisoning first. Goodbye. Ten poisoning. Goodbye. Goodbye. And three piercing. So 13. You have one hit point left. Great. Kind. <laughs> well, it's not like there's seven of them and one of them has gotten damaged. Wait, you said three poisoning. I rolled the two first and then the one. So, th oh, so th I I'm understand. sorry, three piercing, ten poisoning. Okay. Um, but you have the option to, at the end of every turn, make a constitution saving throw to not continue to take the poisoning. Otherwise, you will continue to take 10 poisoning damage. Oh, good. In which case, if you... Want to know something about my constitution? It's a negative one. <gasps> hey, I liked him while he lasted. JP. A little something to know about And me. I will... Actually, let's keep going. I'll ask that if it becomes relevant. Okay. 
Um, Mido has, have you, no, you have the stuff to make a healing potion. You haven't crafted a healing potion. That's right, right? No, he crafted it. I craft, I thought I crafted it. Okay, we'll say that because it was a long walk. So Mido has a healing potion. He just has to get out of his restraint. He's also 15 feet up a tree. Uh, Mido. I, do Isla or Billy have healing magic? I don't. I do. She's your girl. Next in the order is Camille. Make that strength save. Yes! <laughs> Camille, please don't let me down. Nope. It's a six. Yeah, that don't do I it. I was Camille so hoping Camille was going to save the day. Camille is still restrained. Uh, and next in the order is spider number six. It's still not my turn. Nope. <laughs> There's so many. It was seven spiders? It was seven spiders. Uh, spider number six is the badly bloodied one. Uh, and oh, that I stabbed. Yes, and it's going to try to get up on Billy uh, with another restrain. That would be an eight. That don't do it. Okay, uh, it misses. It shoots a web just past you, uh, blinded by the blood dripping into its many eyes. And next in the order is Isla. All right, I'm going to do a strength because I'm, I'm still okay. wrapped. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Yes. It's an 18. Yes, you are out of your binds, and now oh, you have yeah. a bonus action or your full movement. How do I know um, if I can do a spell as a... If it says it takes a full action, you can't. If it says it is... Hold on, I can actually... Yeah, one action. Pull it up. I actually... I think a reaction is not on your turn. A reaction is not on your turn. It's if you get hit. Yeah. I don't think so. Let me see. I'm just going to look at your spell list, list Ali. Okay. I was hoping to do Thunder Wave. It's instantaneous. Casting time, one action. I'm going to let it. You know what? I'm going to let oh, it happen because. No, I think you're right. This, Casting a, yeah. Because you didn't necessarily use your action because at the end of your turn, you're supposed to make the strength save. So we'll say that. Well, actually, let's just say that the strength save was your movement. So, okay. So you have your action. Okay. So go ahead and use Thunder Wave. And where are you aiming at? Which spider? I, it says it can hit. Um,. Oh, in a 15-foot cube? Yes. In a, so I want to aim it in a way where it won't hit. Is there a way that I can hit it, like, aim it where it'll just hit spiders? Yes. Yeah, so uh, spider number four is up in a tree holding Mido. Spider number six <laughs> is kind of behind the cart uh, where Billy and JP are. Two, three, f- two, three, and five are kind of in a cluster in the center. So there's a way you could aim it to get two, three, and five all in one. Six is half dead, and there's, oh, I'm sorry, one, two, three, and five you could get in a cluster. I'm going to do one, two, three, and five. Okay. Cast that spell well, baby. Oh I don't know how. How do I do it? Uh, so you make a constitution. I make a constitution saving throw uh, against your Save, uh, spell, spell DC. Spell DC. So let me do four constitution saving throws. One. Are you nervous? Jesus. I'm so, this is the most nervous I've ever been. Really? So one of my players is almost dead. The other one's halfway in a tree. Oh, it's a constitution saving... Sorry, it's a constitution saving throw against a constitution 14, isn't it? A DC 14? Yeah. Let me see. Spell, yeah. Oh, yeah, because... Yes, I see. One of them fails. One rolled a dirty 20, two rolled 17s, and one rolled a 4. All right. I'll take it. It's better than nothing. Oh, actually, so, is it half damage on a fail? Yes, it's half damage. Oh, nice. Cool. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, and I do 2d8. Yes. And they're pushed 10 feet away from you. Okay, everybody pray. Ah. Ellie, those oh, are, my God. Those are two different dice. Oh, oh they are? Oh. This one. 
I'm leaving that one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Fuck. It's a one. It's nine. Okay. Uh, so two will take, uh, three will take four and one will take nine. Okay. Thank you. Spider number one is now heavily bloodied. Cool. Good turn, uh, Isla. Thank God. Uh, and next in the order is Billy. You and are one of them. One of them gets pushed away, right? They all get pushed. Oh no! I'm sorry. Uh, spider number one gets pushed away. Cool. So spider number one gets pushed to the tree line, back into the tree line, um, and uh, now has to move that distance towards you. Did I get missed on a round of turns for a technical reason? Or? No, you didn't. There's just a lot of spiders, and we had to add Camille to the turn. <laughs> So next in the order is Billy. Billy, you are right beside spider number six who is badly hurt. And uh, the kind of cluster of spiders is within your range. How close am I to JP? JP and you, I would say, are essentially shoulder to shoulder. I'm going to heal him. Nice. Uh, are we? I had to move. the Since the this is a, a this, I'm doing this with my hand. I'm waving it like a fucking wand here. A rapier. Oh, is, um, I think I'm really close to that spider that I... Tried to hit. Yeah, I realized I never right said anything her. about moving. That spider's right near her. I would say you're within 10 feet of each other, oh, okay, which is more cool. than enough for her to lay hands on to do some healing. Yeah. Okay, 1D8 the healing plus... is great. Kill the spider. <laughs> Can you do healing as a bonus? I don't think so. That would be great. That would be nice. Don't think it's possible. I, is it if you're doing lay hands or whatever it is? Yeah. I think it's uh, an action. There are going to be people listening to this session of combat being like, oh, they don't have a goddamn clue what's going on in Dungeons and & Dragons. And that's what makes and it fun. fun. And they're right. Eight plus one would be nine. So he gets nine hit points back. Cool. Nice. Good roll. Yay. Thank you. Cool beans. Eight. Cotton candy dice. Thank you. So next in the order is going to be the badly injured spider that got moved ten feet away. It's going to use part of its movement to rejoin the group. Um... And try to get a bite in on Isla. No. Isla, you're no longer restrained? I'm no longer restrained. Okay. That'll be a seven. No. It misses blood, uh, filling its many eyeballs, like just like its friend. And uh, next in the order is Mido. <laughs> How you doing up there, How buddy? How you doing, Mido? I'm here, guys. I'm going to save the day with this strength check that I've been charging up. <laughs> Fuck. It's a fourteen. That that makes it. You're yes. out of. You're out. Um, oh, you're gonna Lord. fall ten feet. Take one falling damage. You can do it. Fuck. I'm dead. You're down Are to you zero dead? points. No, I'm not. Oh. Uh. So okay. Close, well, though. you're gonna have to make a Constitution saving throw. After, right? Oh yes. I'm sorry. Uh, after. At the end of your turn. So the strength check is my action? The strength attack can be your movement if you want to take an action and not move. So then I could do action and bonus action? Because I want to... Yes, because you get an action, a bonus action. You have a bonus action oh. and movement. Actually, my spear is gone. I can't throw my spear, so who cares? Oh, no, wait. I want to drink my healing potion. That's what I want to do. Okay. So let me just go ahead and do that right quick. Pretty selfish. You make a healing potion and then it, you use it for yourself. Oh uh, yeah, fucking uh, thinking ahead is what that's called. Thinking about <laughs> one. God damn it! What did you roll a one? Okay, six. I got back six health, healths. 
Okay. And I... So for my bonus action, I wanted to try this thing, this monk thing I haven't tried before called Step of the Wind. Okay. Where I can use a key point to disengage. Okay. So, and then my jump distance is doubled for the following turn. Nice. Which is fun. That's fun. Uh, So I was hoping maybe I could not get restrained before my next turn by disengaging. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that would have to be on the turn. Like, being restrained is by their turn, so they use their turn to restrain you. So if you use it as right. a bonus action now, it won't it won't work ahead of time for that, you know? But if you want to use Step of the Wind to disengage and not take any attacks of opportunity to get to um, Isla, Billy, and JP, you can totally do that. That seems good. Or, you know, to my spear. Wh- whatever turns out to be most important. Your spear is near them because they're near the cluster. Convenient. Convenient. So yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So you uh, disengage. You take your healing potion and get a few points back. Uh, and you are now in the cluster of JP, Billy, and Isla. When Mido dies in this combat, the new character I roll is going to be a warlock named Spider Blood. <laughs> King of the spiders! Hey, it's your DM Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Right off the bat, let me just say thank you very much for bearing with us through this episode. I know uh, about halfway through little less than halfway through uh the audio quality changed for mike and manda's track that is because we ended up having to play the second half of what was supposed to be one long long session on separate days because of technical difficulties so the audio does change and there's just because there's a couple days in the middle there um (laughs) where we stopped playing and then picked up again which is also why for some reason in the middle of a conversation the npc that they are talking to goes from (laughs) having no accent at all to suddenly being british but you know what? In the words of Griffin McElroy, Pobody's nerfed. So, um, <laughs> you know what? It's a little whimsical. Just give me that. Anyway, like always, I really hope that you're enjoying this season and I hope that you're looking forward to more. This ended up being a very, very long second half of the session. So the next couple episodes, Mike and Manda's audio will sound just a little bit different. I did my best to make it as listenable as possible for you. So thank you for being patient with me. I hope that you are loving listening to it. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, I highly recommend you follow us on whichever platform it is you get your favorite podcasts. We're on a lot of them. Um, And if you would be so kind as to go onto iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, that would be great. It really boosts the show. That being said, it would also be awesome if you would go over to Twitter and Instagram and give us a follow. We are at AAdventureCast. I always post a trailer for the new episode on Monday mornings, and I will always let you know if an episode is going to be late or not going to come up. We did last year take a break around the holidays, and I think we intend to do that this year, so keep an eye on our social medias to be updated about things like that. Other than that, thank you so much for listening and bearing with me through technical difficulty after technical difficulty. You know, your girl's not having it easy this season, Um, but I am so overjoyed with how this season is coming out so far. I am having an absolute blast writing it. I hope that you can tell that it is kind of a much different vibe than last season. We're still not really like great D&D players, but I am trying to put 800% effort into this season uh, writing and DM wise. So I hope you can tell. I hope you're liking it. And as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye.